0: Peace of our Lord be with you. And And the Lord said to Moses, I will cover you with my hand until I have passed by. Then I will take away my hand, and you shall see my back, but my face shall not be seen. Every now and then, the lectionary places in our path a passage of Scripture which, once it has been read out loud in the room, cannot be talked about in the room. God hid Moses in a rock and covered Moses with God's hand until God had passed by Moses because it was fine with God for Moses to see God's back, but not God's face. Last week, our lesson from the book of Exodus, anthropopathized God. Assign human feelings and emotions to God. Remember, God was so angry that God was about to wipe out all of the children of God until Moses reminded God what a bad idea that was and God changed God's mind? Anthropopathism, assigning human feelings to God. This week, the book of Exodus anthropomorphizes God, assigns not so much human feelings as human form to God. God has a hand and a face, and most amazing of all, a back. I cannot speak for you, but as for me, every time the lectionary places in our path those words from the book of Exodus, they seem to me, odd as they are, to be a perfect parable of our life with God. Because like Moses in this morning's lesson, More often than not, all that we can see of God is where God has been. Early in today's passage, Moses asked, as you will remember, to see God's face, to which God replies, you can see my back, but not my face. I will cover you with my hand, until I have passed by. Then, after I have passed on by, I will take away my hand, and you can see my back, but not my face, leaving Moses able only to see where God had been after God had passed on by. A moment from Moses' life with God which is a parable of our life with God. Like Moses, most of what we can see of God is only afterwards, when what we can see is where God has been. As one wise soul once said, life has to be lived Forward and understood backward. Years and years later, we can finally see where God has been leading, guiding, protecting us, even in ways which at the time we simply could not see. Like Moses. We rarely get to see God's face in the moment. But now, years later, we can see God's back. We can see where God has been leading us, guiding us, protecting us even at times when we did not know we needed protecting. South Carolina's great novelist Pat Conroy, in his memoir My Reading Life, has this remarkable sentence that will just stop you in your tracks where Conroy says, sometimes I think I should write a letter to the boy I once was. I think we should all find an hour or two to sit alone and write a letter to the child we once were. Write a letter to your 10-year-old self, rehearsing all of the joys and sorrows, the strange turns life has taken since then, the changes which came to you over which you had no control, and the changes which came because of your best and worst choices. Sometime we should sit down and write a letter to the child we once were, taking special note of all of those moments when, looking back, we can see where God has been. All of those moments where and when we can see the back of God all these years later. Because sometimes it is that way. Sometimes we can indeed look back and see where God was leading, and guiding, and even protecting us in those moments when we had no idea we needed protecting. Sometimes, but not always, it should be said. You and I live in a part of the world which is dominated by a particular kind of theology, which is quick to say that someday we will be able to look back and see how everything was part of God's plan, God's blueprint, God's design, God's will. But though I know dozens hundreds of truly wonderful people who believe that and say that. I do not. I do not say it because I do not believe it. To the contrary, I believe that to say such things is to say too much because, my sisters and brothers, not everything which happens in this life is part of God's plan, design, blueprint, or will. To say that everything was a part of God's plan would require us, for example, to say that the mass shootings in Las Vegas, Charleston, Orlando, and Sandy Hook Will eventually be revealed to be part of God's plan, as well as the thousands of kidnappings which feed at this very moment the unspeakable horrors of human trafficking and the slaughter of six million Jews in the Holocaust. Let us be clear, there will never come a day when those evils and others like them will suddenly be revealed to be a part of the plan and will and blueprint and design of God to suggest, as so much popular Christianity does, that ultimately we will see that everything was preordained by God and ultimately part of God's plan. Sacrifices too much of the love and goodness of God on the altar of the sovereignty and control of God. As the great British preacher Leslie Weatherhead once said, God's best friends sometimes say things about God that even God's worst enemies would not say. Or, as William Sloan Coffin once wisely Counseled, always be suspicious of any theology which makes God's goodness and love less than human goodness and love. To which often the answer is well, it's all just a mystery. And it will all come clear someday. My answer to that answer is that there is a difference between the wonders and mysteries of God our minds cannot comprehend and the tragedies and injustices of life our hearts can never defend. I want to give that to you today as a tool that you can carry with you out into the world. It's not as simple as, oh well, it's just a mystery. It'll come clear someday. Your moral compass, your North Star moral compass will tell you that there is a difference between the wonders and mysteries of God our minds cannot comprehend and the tragedies and injustices of life our hearts can never defend. The truth is, things do happen. In this world, which are not God's will or God's plan. But even when, even then, even when those unspeakable sins and terrible sorrows and heartbreaking struggles and enormous Injustices come into our lives. Even then, like Moses, we can see where God has been because it is in those moments that God has been seeing us through what we were not protected from. As the poet Mary Oliver so beautifully testifies, that time I thought I could not get any closer to grief without dying. I did go closer, but I did not die. That time I thought if I went any deeper into grief, I would die. I did go closer, but I did not die. Surely she concludes, God had His hand in this. Indeed, isn't it so for all of us? When we sit down and write that letter to our ten-year-old self, we will look back on moments that we thought would absolutely do us in. But here we are, all these years later, ah, having gone through what we would have sworn we could never survive. And looking back, Like Moses, we can see where God was in the faces and voices of friends, the family of faith which showed up and stayed near, the Spirit of God embodied in the people of God, which looking back we can see. Now that the moment is past, we can see. You have been that for one another and countless others. You have been that for me and mine. In fact, every time I see your face, I see The back of God. Amen. As we come to the close of this hour of worship, we